Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk to you about something we are super excited about, which is our eight-step patient value journey. Corey, what does that actually mean? So what it means for you guys is there's a really awesome infographic that you need to go download. Because if you don't have that, this is going to make a lot less sense. You can still listen, you can still watch, but trust me, it'll make a big difference if you have the infographic. So essentially the eight-step patient value journey is basically what happens for patients before, during, and after that they receive treatment from your practice. So it's kind of each stage of, of awareness and emotion that they're sort of going through as yeah. they're getting treatment. And they're deciding on you as a practitioner, and then once they're done, let's say they're completely healthy, well, what happens after that, and how do they continue to kind of market and promote your practice? That's what the journey discusses. So I would say, even to back it up, of like why does this matter, mm-hmm. is um, I was talking to a doctor um, just a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about how he receives new patients and he's in a small town and he said you know he's in a small town you know people typically go to their primary care doctor that primary care doctor makes a referral to an orthopedic doctor and they listen to their primary care this is kind of traditionally how things always worked but kind of as our buying habits have changed and the way all of us go through our consumer value journey um, you know, the same kind of applies to healthcare. Now we do a little bit of research about the TV before you buy it. You kind of check out the reviews to see Always. if you're willing to do it. You know, if you, you see people are talking negative about something, then you might like check it out. Maybe you buy something from Samsung, but you don't like go in on the 4K TV. And you know, then if you love it, then you're, then you're singing the praises. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it makes sense to also think about this as kind of like, an older patient maybe versus a little bit younger patient. So like for instance, my mom, she hurt her wrist at work and- um, Are you saying your mom's old? Mom, don't, don't listen, I didn't mean that. Uh, No, so she hurt, hurt her wrist, went to the doctor, they referred her to an orthopedic specialist, didn't think twice about it, went to them, not happy with the care, they're going through a whole thing, but she didn't even think, she's like, oh, the doctor told me to go here, and that's it. Whereas if I'm referred somewhere, the first thing I do is I'm gonna go online, I'm gonna look at reviews, I'm gonna do research, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna pick the person that I think is gonna provide me with the best care. Whether I should base that on reviews or not is a different story and something that we talk about, But, but just as an example, I'm looking for those things and she is not, so. And it's just a different stage of the journey and a mm-hmm. different path that we all take on our Absolutely. journey. Absolutely. Like I have a friend that needs an allergist. I said, don't worry about it, I got this allergist for you. Because, and she's gonna take my referral right. because I'm somebody that's advocating for these practices that we work with yeah. and I'm out there as a promoter of those practices. So people come to me as a source of that information. All different pieces or different stages of that value journey for the patient. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the eight steps of the patient value journey. Like Corey said, if you don't have a copy of that um, infographic in front of you, stop what you're doing, hit pause, go grab that, because that is going to, we're just gonna put like a little bit of background and context 
to that infographic and you're going to be able to use this in your marketing strategy for this year moving forward. Absolutely. All right. So step one. Step one. That is the awareness phase, which basically means that the potential patient first becomes aware of you. So they, let's use an example of, um, let's say on orthopedics, so my mom with the wrist. Mm -hmm. So she hurts her wrist, right? Before that, never needed to know about an orthopedic practice because, you know, why would you? So right when that happens, you're presented um, with a bunch of information because now I'm looking for something. So maybe I saw an advertisement. Could maybe an ad. I saw you in my insurance directory. Mm -hmm. Could be that um, social media. Maybe social media. Just... I saw something yeah. out there. I became aware of your practice. Right. Or I went online and I just googled orthopedic practice near me, and then whatever comes up. Now I'm aware that these places exist. Before I had no reason to know that they were there. So as we're explaining this patient value journey, let's use your mom as the example. What's mm -hmm. your mom's name? Darlene. So let's use Darlene as the example. So Darlene needed an orthopedic doctor, mm -hmm. and I believe the story goes that she went and saw an ad, and then she checked to see if they were in her insurance directory. Um, that's how we're going to tell the story now. Yeah. There you go. That's how the story's <laughs> going. All right. So what's the second step? All right. So the second step is actual engagement. So now that Darlene is aware that your practice exists, so as she moves through this journey, we're on step two now. And basically, what happens now is she's going to interact. And she's going to one finger type and look and you up. Yeah. She's going to punt and peck. But as basically, it's. Um, doing a specific search for an orthopedic surgeon. So maybe um, she saw an ad online or on TV, and then now she's going to go and look for them on Facebook or look for their practice specifically. And so she's engaging with them, basically taking that next step. Yeah, so she likes your page or mm -hmm. um, she, she searches for you, she's visiting your website, she's doing something. It's kind of like, um, I've heard the analogy, it's like courting somebody. It's mm -hmm. like you're dating, you know, you don't ask them to marry you on the first date, you're dating, you go on a couple of dates, maybe you give them flowers, and you, you build up until they become yeah. the person that you're married to. Yeah, and it's, and it's not just online either. Like, so sometimes we, we say that and we kind of get caught up in the digital stuff, but you know, she's also asking other people that she works mm -hmm. with, other friends and family, hey, have you heard of Dr. Smith? Do you know if he's any good? Um, and that's, that's engaging too, because remember, in step one, she became aware of Dr. Smith. Step two, she's engaging to find out if this is really the right, well, she should have done that, she didn't, but in this example, she did. All right, so the third stage is to subscribe. So you first, you become aware of the practice, then the patient engages with the practice. Now they subscribe in something having to do with the practice. So maybe they come to your website, and you have an ebook that talks about the 10 stretches that you can do to alleviate pain from plantar fasciitis. And they go ahead and subscribe to your ebook. They've now become even more engaged in your practice itself. Yeah, they download something, or maybe they maybe you have a talk coming up, you have something um, like a like a Q&A session, and they RSVP for that. So they're subscribing um, not only to come to that, but they also get put on your email newsletter if you have one of those that's going out. So the fourth area is convert. Yep. So you've got aware, then you've got engage, then you've got subscribe, then you're converting them into doing something. This is the stage of the patient value journey where your potential patient is actually maybe making an appointment or making that request for an appointment. Yeah, they go from a potential patient to 
a patient. They've, they've seen enough, they've made their decision, and they've said, you know what, this is the one for me. Darlene says, Dr. Smith, that's where I'm going, and actually schedules the appointment. Now, it's important to note that, so step three with the um, subscription, mm -hmm. or subscribe, you may not have that, and that's okay, because step one and step two, and you can skip to step four, those things still apply. If you have a digital asset of some sort, or you're doing an event or something like that, then that subscription is there, but if you're following along and you say, well, I don't have any of that stuff, well, it's still the same. They still become aware, they still engage, and then they still convert. So Absolutely. they may not subscribe, but just be aware. And if you have the infographic in front of you, you would have already known that. Yes, and if. <laughs> and like everything in life, you know, we're all on a journey, and our journeys may be slightly sure. different. Of course. And it's just realizing that. You know, they, but this is the point of the process where they are making that appointment, coming in for that free mm -hmm. consultation, and they don't, they don't cancel the appointment. So they right. make it, and they actually show up at your doorstep. Yep. And then so step five, um, this is where the, the medical team kind of steps in. So, and they provide some sort of value for the patient. So Darlene comes in, um, she receives an immediate value, even if it's just peace of mind. So it's, it's gonna be, a, maybe it's a diagnosis, uh, maybe it's additional testing and, and monitoring, uh, maybe it's drug therapy, whatever the case may be. But essentially what happens here, the next stage is that the person has walked into your practice and you have seen them. Absolutely. That's what to take away from that. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is the coveted new patient that we all want. Right. This is the one we all want. So then the next stage is to ascend. Yeah. And this is where there's an opportunity to kind of change the path of the, of the journey based on what kind of ancillary services that you offer. Sure. And then also, of course, it, it depends on their condition. Absolutely. And everything else. But essentially, you think of ascending as going up a ladder. So they come in for that first appointment. That's part of the, the convert where they're actually in the office. So stick to orthopedics. So they yeah. come in for the appointment. Maybe they're having pain in their lower back, mm -hmm. but they don't go directly from pain in the lower back to surgery. They right. go pain to maybe pain management, maybe mm -hmm. physical therapy, then they ascend to surgery. Right, exactly. So those are like rungs as you're going up the ladder, you're ascending up. And so that's what the, the patient would be doing in this particular stage. And that, that'll vary depending obviously on, on them and their specific journey back to wellness. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, so that's the next stage in this journey for the patient. And then the seventh one is they become an advocate. Yeah. So at this point in the adv advocacy stage, the patient is, we're sticking with orthopedics, so Darlene has come in, she's had her surgery, she's all better, and Yay! yeah, now what? So now she can go online, she can provide an online review and say how great Dr. Smith was, hopefully. Um, maybe they do a video testimonial. Maybe she's part of a case study, you know, maybe you use her in your advertising. Sure. I mean, she is your patient, that is the gift that keeps giving because she had a successful outcome. Right, she, the treatment is done and she's happy with it. So that's when she becomes an advocate. Absolutely. Okay. So the final stage of the patient value journey is promote. Yeah. And this is when you have made Darlene so happy she has become your patient testimonial. That is a video that you've got playing on your website now. You're using her in your marketing materials. And then Darlene is on Facebook one night, late night, looking at cat memes. And she <laughs> run, well, she's looking for Corey and seeing if she can figure out what he's doing because she's his mother. But she's there and she sees something like somebody posts in a, in a community group and says, I need an orthopedic surgeon for my back. 
and Darlene is out there singing your praises and promoting your practice for you. Yeah, and so the, the, I think the difference here between the advocacy and the promotion stages, so an advocate, she does something like right away, maybe your practice prompts her to do that, yes. maybe you ask for a review or something like that, but when, when she's out there promoting, she's just, she's just happy. She's, she's telling everybody, she's everybody in the she line at Starbucks and she's like, Hey, you know, I just had my back done by Dr. Smith, and Dr. Smith was the best thing ever. If you ever have back pain, go get it. Yep, absolutely. And then, then the stage starts all over because then she tells another person who needs help. They become aware. And now we're back at the top, and that person is going to cycle through as well. So let's just real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Let's touch on why we think it's important that as you're outlining your strategy, your marketing strategy for the next year, why you need to start paying attention to the patient value journey. Yeah, well, as people move through the journey, there's a specific message that needs to happen at each one. So if I'm at step three, the message for me is different from step one. Because again, at step one, I'm just becoming aware of you. you know. And later, I, I convert into a patient, so I need to be um, communicated with differently and then once I'm treated and discharged and then if you actually you know if you're, you're doing your job right then I'm gonna go online and I'm gonna say something happy or at least you know tell my friends and family and then kind of continue that promotion sort of phase and at each point it's up to the practice to kind of as much as possible control that message and shape it to what the patient needs absolutely so I think as the, the key takeaway for you is as you're outlining your strategy for the new year for the next 12 months, whatever it's gonna be, and you're figuring out what your KPIs are and how you're going to set your goals and achieve your goals, the first place you start, there's two places you start. One is the patient value journey, and two is identifying personas. And then another, and a, the next podcast that you listen to is gonna be us talking about these personas and how do you set up personas for your practice so that you understand not just kind of broad sense, you know, who you're targeting, but you actually know exactly who you're targeting and how they will walk through their own patient value journey moving forward. And if you do those things, then you will 100% attract and retain more patients. So thanks for joining us on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time. Feel better, Mom. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.